Hello. Hey, man. It's uh, it's Luke. How's it going? Good, man. Good. What's up? So listen, uh, I got to talk to you about this advent calendar you got me. Oh, no need to thank me. I just thought you guys would like it. Yeah, about that. Uh, so ever since I started eating these chocolates, some weird, crazy stuff's been going on around here. What? What do you mean? What kind of stuff? Well, I've been like losing time, you know, like sleepwalking apparently, making sandwiches in the middle of the night. I, I killed my dog. My wife's missing. My kids won't come out of the rooms. Whoa, 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 whoa. You killed your dog and your wife's missing? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure I was responsible for that too. Uh, also at midnight, this creepy bold dude called Ich or Ich, uh, who kind of looks like me actually, uh, starts saying it's midnight in German over and over. And like a wooden version of him pops out of the top of the calendar. What the hell are you talking about? I just got you one of those run-of-the-mill advent calendars made out of cardboard from Walmart. It was even sealed in plastic wrap. Oh, oh right. Well, I guess that isn't it then. You killed your dog? Well, gotta go. Welcome to the Review to Death podcast. I'm Marcus. And I'm Luke. And welcome to our horror movie recap and review podcast, where we recap and review horror movies and talk about all things horror, past, present, and future. We got a couple of movies to talk about tonight, Luke. Yeah, we do. Yeah, one we literally just saw like a couple hours ago, and one that we watched like over a week ago. So that's going to be tougher <laughs> to remember. <laughs> Maybe even more. I guess disclaimer for our, our main movie tonight. Um, yeah, it's been a little while since we've seen it. So we might forget a little something here and there, but it's okay. Cause you know, that's all right. Yeah. We're going to do our best to, uh, to, to, you know, look at our notes and, and, you know, read deep down in our memories to, to try and get as much of the, uh, the facts on the on our our main movie that we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, before we get to that, though, we should talk about what we, what we just saw. Yeah, we just went out and we saw Thanksgiving. Right, the new movie by Eli Roth. And before you, you know, turn off the podcast, we're, we're going to make this completely spoiler free. Um, so Absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah, just just our just our thoughts uh, and feelings on it. Now, I I knew this back when you did a horror happenings on it, and I even knew it when I watched a few of the trailers. But when I sat down to watch this movie tonight, I totally forgot that this was the movie that Eli Roth made a fake trailer for back for Grindhouse. Yeah, like, man, when did Grindhouse come out? A long time ago. Like, a really long time ago. Like, I know it feels like not that long ago, but, man, I bet it was like 20 or whatever. Oh, dude, 2007. So, yeah, a real long time ago. And for those that don't know or who haven't seen it, it's actually it's a great great movie for horror fans and, and fans of, of grindhouse cinema which is what that whole project was about uh between um it's, it was a co- collaboration between a few filmmakers notably most notably quentin tarantino and robert rodriguez who made the two uh main features because it's actually like two movies in one and in between uh there were like what like three fake trailers made one was by rob zombie one was by eli roth uh and I forget what the, I know, well, like it was, Rob, it was Robert Rodriguez made Machete. That's right. Machete. He, that was Rodriguez. Which he turned into a couple movies. Right. 
Right. For those of you now, they're they're split. You don't have um. They're when they got released on DVD or now streaming, they released the two movies separately, Planet Terror and Death Proof. But when we went to go see it, because Luke and I saw it together, we went to go see it in the theater as it was intended to be seen, where we saw both movies. So we were there for a while that day. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like a three hour movie when you combine it all together. It's. It's a very long, uh, long film, but it was such a fun experience, man. I, I, I remember it fondly. And we knew these fake trailers were going to be in this Grindhouse thing before we saw it. And uh, I remember liking all the trailers. There's a couple I don't remember. But uh, Machete, we saw that one and we were like, oh, we that should be a movie. And then they made it. And then Thanksgiving, we also wanted that to be a movie. And we finally got it tonight. And uh, I was not disappointed. No, I wasn't either. Uh, it, it was... One of those things that was like rumored for for years and years and years, and it just kind of got forgotten about. And then, yeah, I was super surprised that it finally was getting made, and now we we it's released and we saw it. And um, man, I I really liked it. I I mean, like I said, we just watched it like like a couple hours ago, like literally. So I need to marinate on it a little bit more. But I I borderline loved it. Maybe I'm not sure. It's- like it's I, I have to think about it. Well, when we left the movie theater, you said that this might be your favorite Eli Roth movie uh, ever. And I, this is definitely the best movie he's made in a long time. I'd, I don't know. I guess I'd have to watch Cabin Fever again, maybe. Yeah, it's Cabin Fever is okay, man. It's, it's, you, you should watch it again just because I, I, it's, it's all right, man. It's, it's, it was overrated, I think, at the time, even though I do like that movie. And then Hostel is probably, was probably his best movie up until now, but I, I really, I'm not like, and I know I'm like you, I'm not a big fan of the torture porn, uh, you know, uh, era of yeah. horror, which that's one of the big ones, you know, from that time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, I just have like no interest in revisiting it, uh, much less hostile yeah. too, which is like a, a much worse version of that movie. Um, yeah, I think I, they I, need I, more of them too. We saw the first one together. We saw the second one together, and we did like him at the time. Right. Um, but I never went past those, and I think they made at least another one, maybe two. There's one. They made one more, Hostel Three, and uh, Eli Roth. I don't think is involved at all in it, and it, it looks. It went straight to DVD. It looks terrible. It takes place in Vegas. I, I, I no interest. Well, hopefully, the success of this movie because it is doing pretty well and it's got a good rating and people seem to like it. Yeah. Hopefully this throws Eli Roth back on track and he can start making good things again. Right. And I will say I haven't seen his Green Inferno and I kind of don't want to. Uh I know he's That's like a, right. I did I have not seen that one either. So I can't speak for that one uh although we we have you know he's a huge fan of um Cannibal Holocaust, right? That's the name of that movie from yeah. Uh, from the 80s. <laughs> which which we are not. <laughs> no, we don't like that one. We saw it. We did see that one when oh, we were uh, younger. And it's not a good time. It's just not a good time. Um, so, I, you know, it was just a matter of time before that dude wanted to make his own cannibal holocaust. And I just, yeah, I just don't want to see that. Um, so that, all that being said, I, I loved Thanksgiving. I hope they make more. I hope Eli Roth is involved because this was like a cool, it was a cool movie. It was, it was the shots were really good. It was paced really well it was funny it was extremely gory yeah give me more thanksgiving uh slashers there's a good slasher it's a good whodunit you know it's almost like a throwback to what slashers used to be i feel because you know luke you, you mentioned when we were in the theater today there's not 
you know, there's not many slasher movies being made now. And when they are, everybody tries to do something different, right. you know, and um, this was just like an old fashioned slasher movie. And I was very happy to be watching it. Absolutely. And honestly, it's like if people make slasher movies nowadays, if it's like a bigger budget uh, release, it's going to be a screen movie. I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty right. much all we have at this point. I can't think of I know those like those freaky uh, or the freaky came out. That was a slasher movie that I didn't see. It's supposed to be good. That was like a, a few years ago. And then there's um, Happy Death Day, I think, is another one. It made two yeah, of those. those we, we've missed those, so we do need to get yeah, to those. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to those. So we haven't seen, you know, we've far from seen everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is one of the best slasher movies that uh, I think has been made in the last, um, you know, uh, 5, 10, maybe 20 years. I really, really enjoyed it. And the more I think about it, the more I like it. Yeah. So if you... Have not seen Thanksgiving yet. Um, either get out to the theater soon. Uh, although when you hear this podcast, it'll be long gone from the theaters. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, watch it. Uh, you, if you've been like down on e- Eli Roth recently, this is a return to form and more. Yeah, or just, just support it on uh, video on demand or whatever. Um, oh, hey, it was one more trailer I couldn't think of that was in the middle of that uh, Grindhouse movie. Uh, yeah. Which they also made a, a full movie out of, and it's from what I remember, fan fucking tastic. Uh, Hobo with a shotgun, man. Remember Hobo with a shotgun? Oh yeah, I do. That was the trailer in Grindhouse. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm looking at a list of them right now. Unless this list is incorrect. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it has I been really... a while since I've seen any of the Grindhouse stuff. So right. I mean, it very well could be, but I don't. I don't remember it that being a, one of those. But hey. Those fake, the, the, I guess those fake trailers ended up turning into something, which is great. Yeah, because I, I like Machete. I didn't like Machete 2 all that much. But, uh, dude, no, so Rob mean, Zombie it was, just. It was okay. Yeah, so Rob Zombie just has to make that werewolf uh, Nazi film now, right? Well, get on it, Rob Zombie. I'm sure he listens <laughs> to us. He's going to take our yeah. advice. I'm sure, yeah. This is going to be the thing that sends him over the edge. If he is the only one that hasn't made his fake trailer. Man, that's yeah. got to be hitting at him some way. You know, like, man, I got to make that. I can't be the only one. I also remember that being, like, really cool, too. That trailer looked pretty sweet. Well, I guess I know what I'm looking up online tonight. I'm going to watch all these fake trailers again. <laughs> and again, my, my apologies if Hobo with a Shotgun wasn't one of the trailers in Grindhouse, because now I'm doubting myself. But, uh, it, it, man, I whatever. I, I will talk about Hobo with a Shotgun whenever, because that movie is great. <laughs> Luke, we used to spend so much time recording and editing our podcast. We certainly did, Marcus. When we finally realized that our sound quality was holding us back, we knew we had to make a change. We were also using so many programs, one for recording, one for editing, and another for hosting. Thankfully, our problems are solved with Zencaster. Zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. Provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. It's so easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests, all while feeling secure knowing that Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality. 
even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster's pulse production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button. Stop wasting time in multiple programs and experience Zencaster's all-in-one dashboard. Zencaster will even distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code reviewed to death and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. So what's Advent Calendar about, Luke? So the story of the Advent Calendar is as follows. Uh, Eva is a paraplegic. On her birthday, her friend Sophie gives her a strange Advent Calendar. It's not the traditional treats you find when you open each drawer, but quirky gifts that are scary and get bloodier. So this one's been on our list for a couple of years, actually since it first came out. Um, since actually, since we've been doing either writing the reviews on Imager or the podcast itself, this always ends up on our short list to be featured for our on Christmas edition, and we just haven't picked it up until now. Yeah, we watched Jack Frost two instead, or something. <laughs> Thanks, ridiculous. Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> something fucking ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, this is a 2021 movie, so it's it's relatively new. Or uh, it's on Shutter. I don't know if you already mentioned that or not. Um, so I did if, not. So if you if you haven't seen it, um, just our quick, I guess, spoiler free thoughts before we do get into spoiler. Uh, country for for this because we need to there's no other way to talk about this movie right. uh thoroughly yeah, no, agreed um my my thoughts on it was i i really enjoyed it it's really weird it's really goofy uh it's not what i thought it's actually kind of like weirdly darkly funny at times yeah it's very different than i thought it was originally too it's also french which i didn't realize also yeah it's a french and belgium co-production which maybe that explains why, like, because you know, we we talked about the like the French, like the new wave extremity movies, you know, those like really fucked up, like hyper violent. Yeah, like, this one is not as no. fucked up as that kind of stuff. No, not at all. I I think maybe the the Belgian side of it, you know, maybe maybe they're more uh, uh <laughs> they're more averse to to that kind of thing. But um, yeah, no, this is this is fine. I mean, there's definitely some, some messed up stuff in here, but it's not nothing like any of those movies. So I guess my, my spoil free final thoughts on this one, and we'll get to them in more detail later is that it's, it's a, it's a fun quirky movie. That's got some really good stuff in the middle and a very frustrating ending for me. Oh yeah. We'll get to that ending for sure. For sure. We'll talk about that. But again, that's going to be in our spoiler uh a section of it but um yeah just uh it's just really it's man you guys you should really see it just check it out there's nothing else like it it's it's very it's very original all right so spoiler warnings from now on and i will remind everybody also that we watched this a couple weeks ago we did try to record it earlier couple different times actually and the schedules didn't work out so we're doing it now and we're going to remember as much as we can remember right and so we know that our main character, who's a paraplegic, she's in a wheelchair. Uh, the movie starts out with her swimming, and she's got some flashback stuff to uh, an accident 
to which made her a paraplegic. And then she meets a guy in the pool that offers to help her. And he's not going to be very important until the end of the movie, but we will introduce that he is established from the beginning. I think his name is Maurice or something like that too, isn't it? I think it's Anthony. And I have this in my notes somewhere down the line. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. It's been a while. <laughs> he'll, he'll come back around. I also, I got to say that this movie opens with a quote. And the quote is as follows. Uh, Digesting natural and artificial joy requires courage to swallow it. And it's by a guy named, and I looked this guy up because I didn't want to mess up his name. Everything is very French. Uh, Charlet Baudelaire, he, which was a, he was a 19th century French poet. Uh, he was like like a really like a big time. He was like a big deal yeah. French poet guy. Uh, and then the next quote just says, "Dump it." Just and I'll- dump it. <laughs> <laughs> the next quote is just says, "Dump it and I'll kill you" by someone <laughs> named Ich or Ich. Uh, I think it's Ich because it's German. Yeah, I think it's Ich. ich. Yeah. And he, stupid me paused the movie for like thirty minutes trying to figure out who Ich. <laughs> it's, I'm like, who is this? Realizing it's a character from the movie, and it's it's the demon from the from the movie. It's the demon that comes out of the Advent calendar. It's, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> come at us, Germans. We we say these things correctly, and we're gonna stand by it. <laughs> There's some funny digs at German people in this movie. I hope no one takes offense, but I laughed quite a bit. <laughs> There's some weird comedy throughout the entirety of this movie. There is. There is. It, it just some of it is just the ridiculousness of the scenarios, and then some of it is like just like straight up. Like for example, after this this pool scene, which by the way, oh, we we left her hanging in the pool. So yeah, she gets out of the pool. She she's played by an actress uh, called Eugenie Durard. And again, I'm sorry if I'm messing that name up. Uh, but once she gets out of the pool, and um, the guy that was hitting on her figures out she's a paraplegic, he loses like all interest. Uh, which, you know, is a huge bummer for her. And then um, we, all of a sudden, the movie cuts to, like, it flashes way forward to pretty much the end of the movie. And it's Eva, who appears to be standing, right, in this in this little video that she's making of herself. Yeah. Uh, and she's saying um, something to the point of, uh, if you're watching this, you've had an advent calendar. Above all, follow the rules or you'll die. And then boom, title card, the advent calendar. Yeah. And then after that, it just gives us sort of a glimpse into her life. Uh, she lives alone with her dog, Marvin. Yes. And generally I like, uh, she doesn't seem outwardly depressed. Like she seems to be fine with most things, but you can tell that she does have problems with some parts of her situation. Yeah. Which I, we I, will find out the main one later on. Right. Yeah. No, she, I don't know, man. She seemed pretty bummed, which she has good reason to. Uh, she has like a really terrible job with a really terrible boss. Uh, That's she, right. like, yeah. she, she, she sells insurance and apparently he's like been forced to hire her because I guess the company is like through some kind of policy is, is forced to hire people with disabilities or something. I didn't really catch how that whole thing worked. But he's, yeah, and I think he gets like a he gets a credit or like grant money or something. That's like what that. it is. Yep, they get yeah. he, he gets yeah they get grant money for for doing it. So he he doesn't want her there, and he's very vocal about him not wanting her there. And this is like her only means of supporting herself. In fact, he like hires another woman to like share her job with her. Yeah, basically take away her clients. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's December third when we um, when we first meet her. Right, and it's her birthday. Right. 
and it's her birthday. And so her friend is back in town to visit. And just like, uh, uh, just like I've always done with my notes, I don't write down anybody's fucking name. So I don't remember what her friend's name is. Sophie. Sophie. Sophie is, uh, doesn't live there anymore. She lives in Germany, right? I don't know if she lives in Germany, but she's coming from she's, Germany, and that's she's where she, coming yeah. from Germany. Um, she's a there. She's a dancer, right? And wasn't Eva a dancer before that as well? Yes. Before her accident, yeah, ballerina. So maybe she just yeah. So maybe she just travels with a ballet ballet company or whatever, right? And she's back in town to celebrate her birthday, and she gives her a gift, right? And it's it's the. The titular advent calendar. And it looks awesome, by the way. It looks so cool. You know, right before we logged on tonight, I was like, how, you know, how far back do advent calendars go? I, I honestly don't know anything about them. And uh, it looks like they originated in um, the 19th century and it was first used by German Lutherans. So that yeah. kind of Yeah, it's tracks. a German thing. So I bet you that advent calendar in the movie is based in part on some of those old advent calendars. Well, it looks like it came right out of the 19th century, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks it's cool. It's got it's got lots of little doors that are different shapes, and they all open by a key that is like stored in the bottom part of it. Yeah, yeah, and on the back of it, it, it so everything's in German. Uh, on the back of it, there is a message uh, carved into it in German, and now Eva doesn't read German, but Sophie does. And, and mm. what what does that message say? I don't remember, Luke. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> it's Ich's famous quote from the beginning of the movie. Dump it and I'll oh, kill dump you. Dump it and I'll kill you. <laughs> I did wonder on a couple of different occasions if like, we're, we're losing something in translation from French. Like, his mm-hmm. dump it seems weird. It seems super weird, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> doesn't it? Like, I feel like maybe like there's a translation error or something. Or just like it means it's something else in French right. or German. And it, it's just not, it's just not coming into English very well. It's like that game of like, what do you call it? Telephone, right? Because they went yeah. from German to French to English. And then by the time we got to us, it says dump it. But it, it doesn't seem like language and, you know, a 19th century demon would use. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. When do we first see the demon? Because for the first part of the movie, <clears throat> whenever the advent calendar is being used, it sort of cuts to like this like ethereal world where you just see like the demon's face, like just sort of opening and closing in his mouth. Right. I think it's that first night, but we should, we should say real quick when she, because she's still hanging out with Sophie celebrating her birthday. So this is the third. So the first three doors open, but the fourth one does not. Right. Because it's not the fourth of December. It's It's kind of weird, but it's kind of funny because, um, so Sophie's got rules for this thing. And again, she's reading the rules because they're in German. And rule number one is eat one, eat them all, or I'll kill you. Rule number right. two is respect all the rules until you open the last door or I'll kill you. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> and the third rule is dump it. And I'll kill you. Or I'll kill you. To which Eva says, this is one of the things that really cracked me up, which is like an intentional comedy thing. Uh, Eva goes, grim. And then Sophie goes, Germans are grim. (laughs) 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 It was good. It was really, really good. And Eva does start eating the candy. Right. She eats the the first one. 
Which I don't remember what it does. Because uh, each of these candies does something else. This is where we first see uh, the that weird glimpse of of ich that you were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay, what the yeah. first. That's what the first candy does. Uh, opens the second and the third door. The second has her dad's favorite chocolate, which is just yeah, it's so like happens. a mint thing. Yep. After eight, we can actually get those here in America. By really? the way, I was curious. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then the third one has a small picture that says to cure, hurt, destroy what hurt you. Uh, which we won't know what that really means until later. But um, yeah, right. those are those are the first. Is that three. the candy that's like white and it's shaped like a person? That's the Jesus one that comes. Oh, that's uh, the that's, Jesus. That comes at number four. Yeah, right? we're we're like we're gonna we're just about to get there because it's right about this time. It's like almost midnight, and then it gets to midnight, and then we get our first look at the uh, the cardboard pop out of ich. Or wouldn't yeah. cut out. I don't know. Coming out of the top. Yep. In a in a nice little low voice, <laughs> we hear, "Es this Mitternacht? Es this Mitternacht? Which means it's midnight in German, and it's like a cheery little scary deep voice that <laughs> reminds you to open the advent calendar. Right. It's so it's like a alarm that rings every midnight for the next <laughs> like twenty whatever right. days. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a, like I said, like a wooden pop out of this. It's a priest, right? Like he looks like a priest. He's got the priest right. collar on, but he's, his face looks kind of like Nosferatu from the old school Nosferatu movie. Right. Uh, and then and only then uh, when she tries door four, it, it opens. And, and this is where we get the, um, the candy that's shaped like Jesus. And it's got a, a, another message. On the wrapper, they're all coming wrappers, and this, the wrappers have like yeah. little designs and stuff on them. Yeah, they're uh, all a little different. And uh, <laughs> and so Eva asks Sophie to to read that message too, and she I don't know why she would read this to her because it's like man, it's so awkward. But she's the the thing says Jesus said to the cripple, "Arise and walk," and and then Sophie's like, "Sorry." <laughs> Right. She doesn't eat that one. And she didn't eat the one that was her dad's favorite either, which I couldn't like. It wasn't obvious to me that she didn't eat it or that she did. So I like in my notes, I wrote, did she eat that candy? (laughs) Eat the candy. You got to follow the rules. (laughs) Yeah. It's Eek's number fucking one rule, right? Uh, she does eat, eat, one, it. eat them all. Yeah, I she does she, eat them all. Yeah, she, she does. She, she does eat it once Sophie leaves, I think. And uh, this yeah. part is really cool. She's like, she's looking at the phone in her uh, in her room. It's not ringing, but she's just staring at it. And she just it picks, starts to like shake. Yeah, it starts to shake. That's what it is. And she picks it up and she's like, "Hello." And it's her dad uh, calling her to wish her happy birthday, which is wouldn't be strange except for the fact that her dad has been nonverbal for years because he's got real, real bad dementia. So right. and it yeah. lives with a horrible woman who is currently his wife, or is it just his caregiver? No, it's it's his wife. It's, his wife. it's Eva's she's awful. Hates hates Eva. Yeah, it's Eva's like evil stepmom. I mean, she's like straight out of like a Disney movie from like yeah. the sixties. Like she, if she had a mustache, she'd be twirling it so fucking hard, dude. But her, she hears, she talks to her dad on the phone. Which, yeah, again, he's got dementia. Also, the phone doesn't work. It's not plugged into anything. Right. Um, but she doesn't eat the Jesus candy yet. That's going to happen a little bit later. That's right. Is the next candy she opens it up, is it the is it the heart one? Uh, the, let's see. That would be – so we're going to skip to the number fifth, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it is. I think that's the, the heart candy. Yep. And she doesn't – she, 
that one either. No, not right away at least. Right. right. Um, yeah, she she has a really like an awful run in with this this guy Boris. Uh, Sophie takes her out uh, on like right. a date with Boris and like a double date. Yeah, she's Sophie's. I don't know would be boyfriend. His name is Thomas, uh, who seems like a nice guy. And then no, Bor- but Sophie goes out with Boris, right? Right, but then and like she brings another guy. That's Ava, what it is. And then Sophie ends up yep. going out with the other guy instead. Right, and, and Boris Ava, that, that, that that's irritating to Eva. Right, and Boris ends up driving her home, but then he's he fucking ends, pissed. Yeah, he's fucking pissed, and so she like passes out, and I don't know if he like roofied her. I think he did. He did. He probably roofied her, but we do have to mention before this. He like there's like this app that he uses that's like a trading app. Yeah, my trader online. Yep, <laughs> which is going to come into play later. But yeah, I think he roofies her a little bit because she's passed out. Right, and um, like she wakes up and it's on the side of the road, and he's got his hands down her pants, and right, he's like, "Oh, you didn't protest," and he's like, "Because I can't feel it, you dickhead." Right, right, and then he's like, "Oh, I, I, I think you're lying or whatever," and he tries to like force her to go down on him, uh, yeah. to which she she fights back, and he kicks her literally kicks her out of the car yeah and then throws her wheelchair out too yeah it just leaves her on the side of the road uh and then we see inside eva's apartment or house uh the advent calendar kind of coming to life and uh her dog marley is there and one of the doors opens up is it marvin it's marvin Marvin. yeah yeah marvin and one of the doors opens up and a little toy car comes uh rolling out which is the exact uh car (laughs) that boris is driving and then Marvin like chews on it and Boris, uh, it, whatever, you know, like in Boris dies in the car, like the car gets fucked up because Marvin is chewing on the car. And it's like, as Marvin's chewing on it, it like cuts over to Boris in the car and it's like windows are breaking. It's being picked up and thrown around. Right. Right. So whatever Marvin is doing to the, um, to the car is actually happening to, uh, Boris's car. And yeah, and Boris uh, fucking dies. Good, you know, good good riddance to the, that guy. She gets another Jesus candy too. Uh, she does. She starts a to couple of them. Yeah, they start to repeat a little bit. Before that happens, we should introduce uh, William, which is a guy that she, uh, he she Eva always sees uh, like running or just hanging out in the park. He's got like yeah. headphones on. He's like singing to himself. He's kind of like a goofy dude. But she likes them, and he's the one she feeds the heart candy to, which ends up right, being drops like a, in a drink. Yeah, it ends up being like a. Isn't that like, technically breaking the rules? Right, because it says eat one, eat them all. Right, like yeah, and she didn't eat that one. Right, William ate that one. Yeah, I guess. I, you know. I feel like the movie kind of plays fast and loose with its own rules. Yeah. <laughs> after a while, uh, and but, she's uh, she's talking with her, uh, she's talking with her friend about him too, and like. Sophie's like, uh, oh, you should, you know, you should talk to him, ask him out. He's like, oh, what is he going to say? Hi, you know, like, you want to go out with me, and wash my private parts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this part made me laugh too. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm William, I'm a nurse, I can wash your private parts. <laughs> well, then when he, when after he, after he, she slips him the cho- the candy or whatever, right. and he drinks it, he walks over, and that's the first thing he says. <laughs> And then he goes, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> I love that scene. That scene was so, so funny. Uh, but then, yeah, they, it's basically, it, it acts like a love potion, right? Like he falls in love right. with her and um, their boyfriend and girlfriend now. 
Right. And Ava's, Ava's happy for a little while. And she's got some belief in this advent calendar. And I, it was about this time on my notes I wrote down. It's like, I, I, I like, I'm waiting for the bad shit to start happening. Because <laughs> it oh, seems it, like it's helping her out right now. Oh, yeah. And it, and it starts pretty soon after this. She, she, I think on the, uh, on the 7th of December, she, eats, uh, she gets a candy that's shaped like a clock. And when she eats it, she wakes up like four days later. And yeah. uh, four doors have been opened. So four days have passed. And she hasn't been to work, so her fucking shithead boss, uh, like, basically, like, fires her. Um, right. After calling her, man, he gets, like, real fucking mean here. I forget what he says. He's like, you're a, a half a chick on wheels. I think that's the quote. Right. Unquote. Yeah, it's very bad. Just a yeah. dickhead. Uh, is it when, when he said that, I'm like, well, I can't wait for the evil advent calendar to fucking get him. Oh, and it does. It will. Uh, it uh, will. Send, sends the dog to him, actually. Right, yeah, Mar- <laughs> yeah. The advent calendar likes to use Marvin a lot, or at least yeah. a lot more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> I wrote it down. I was like, "Oh, not Marvin," and then and then it, Marvin's okay for now. It's not going to be very long, right? Uh, but does kill her boss. Yeah, it, the advent calendar also uses Marvin when because uh, shortly after this, Eva puts a bunch of books on top of the advent calendar because it's been. We got to reiterate here that this thing is going off like an alarm clock, like an evil, creepy alarm yeah, clock. Every, every midnight. Fucking... Es ist Mitternacht. <laughs> es ist Mitternacht. And <laughs> so she's looking. This is part of the movie that I really liked. Was, um, she looks increasingly like disheveled and tired throughout the whole movie because she's just like not yeah. sleeping. So right. she puts these books on there and then the advent calendar, again, uses Marvin the dog to uh, <laughs> to uh, um uh you knock the books off or whatever so it's i don't know man i just thought it was good she does eventually eat that jesus candy yes yep. and she sort of blacks out but she figures out because she gets a couple of these things right i think she ends up getting three altogether yeah but she figures out that yes when she eats this thing it, it makes her walk yep at least for a little it's longer every time although the first time it happens um she fucking ends up waking up in a hospital because um william her her new you know boyfriend under the control of the love potion finds her like outside of her house or whatever so she wakes up in this creepy hospital and she's got this the hospital scene is so creepy with her roommate this is probably her the creepiest scene in the whole movie it's the movement it's the way it's like the the roommate like shows up at her because she's just in a gurney with a curtain pulled around it and like she sees her feet and then right. opens it up and like she's in there and she like rushes in. I don't remember what she does, but the way she moves, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. And she looks bad. Like the roommate. Just yeah. looks Like she's, she's having a bad time just in life. And it's probably if you think about it, it's probably Eek, the, the demon through her, isn't it? Well, he, he he ends up it is it is Eek, because he, he ends up yeah. sending the roommate out to her house and she brings the advent calendar to her because now she's That's not right. in her, now she's yeah. not in her own house yeah, you can't yeah right you, like you're not going to ignore the advent ca- fucking calendar and uh yeah so she opens an, another door and it's got like a little evil looking uh communion wafer at, which she feeds to the roommate That's which right. is another thing that yeah. she didn't eat herself i don't know what it right. does to the roommate though do you remember i have no idea i don't remember but probably nothing good no <laughs> 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 but then now but she's like she's starting to map this shit out like this is this is what happened to this day and this is what happened on this day and and right. she's getting like she's getting obsessed with this advent calendar because it's she's seeing that it's doing things to her right 
And William could also see that she's being come. She's obsessed with his calendar. Like, like, you know, uh, one time like she's, was it Sophie or was it William that like opened it? He's like, did you open it? Give me the candy. Give it to me. What was it? Yeah, that's Sophie. That's Sophie. That's Sophie. And then she, she holds on to <laughs> the candy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember why she does that? I don't. <laughs> so she. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she does because it's the. It's like the like a Viagra shaped thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's got a picture of a cock and balls on it. Right. Right. Sophie's like, I'm gonna keep that one for myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then when and when Eva's like, give me it, give me it, she's like fucking losing it. Yeah. We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit, whatever. And, and uh Sophie's like, Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's right here. And she gives her like a like a dum dum or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like yeah. some like some sucker. Or, yeah, or, like, oh, or, nothing, a piece, or a piece happened. of gum. Yeah. And it was like yeah. nothing. It does nothing. <laughs> no, it's a piece of gum because she chews it for like three days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, we'll come back have... to that. Uh, we'll come back to that because um, is, does William die before this? William yes. dies before this, right? He, he does. Uh, she gets another dad candy uh, and she goes to visit her dad who, who like tells her like, you know, the, uh, the advent calendar is going to demand more sacrifices. <laughs> like, right. it's kind of a ridiculous speech, but he's, he turns into like exposition dad and he like tr- tells her all the, all these different like rules. And, and, what, and what like, happens. and I just want to let you know that when it comes to me, you know, you just do it. Like you right. don't, don't worry about it basically. Right. Which, you know, foreshadowing. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. And then on December 15th, uh, she gets another walking candy and, you know, another, another Jesus one. And she has William babysit her. <laughs> Right. Um, and I think she, I think they bang here, but it's not really like, uh, shown explicitly or anything. I wasn't really sure. Cause she has, she gets feeling back in her legs and I, I think they, yeah. I think that she can walk. I think they do the no. deed. Um, yeah. and then, uh, so will, I forget why he goes through her house, but he goes through her house, uh, and the door is open for some reason. He wants to close it, but the door keeps opening on its own and he yeah. goes in there and, and he finds her like. Like evidence board of rappers, right? She, that's been, right. Yeah, she's been like collecting and he all the sees rappers. The one that was given to him, right? So he knows now because like she he, wrote yeah. William. Like, yeah, she wrote. So he he's gonna dump the fucking advent calendar. <laughs> well, it's and it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's funny because he he sees uh, like a little uh, like a little scribble. Like someone is inside yeah. the advent calendar. It looks like don't dump it, and it says don't dump it. And so what does he fucking do? He dumps it. He fucking dumps it in the river. <laughs> yeah, and the little person on the inside of the advent calendar is actually Eva. Yep. And a weird thing that happens a little bit later in the movie. Yeah. She's, she eats this glowing candy on the 17th yeah. of December. And like and, goes in the calendar. Right. So at this point, that, is, that thing is just fucking with her. Because it's like at that point, William is dead. And the way he dies is uh, it, it, it straight up just fucking comes out of the river. Like right after he dumps it. Drowns him. And, yeah. and, and Ick, by the way, looks like remember Pyramid Head from uh, Silent Hill Two. Yeah, he, he looks like that without the pyramid. Without head. without the pyramid head. Yeah. This part sort of made me laugh too because like Eva is like wakes up on the side of the river. Yes, and she was swimming in a pool right before this. Right, and she wakes up on the side of the river. She's just sort of laying there, and like in broad daylight, Eek walks up behind her and like just sort of like, all right, this is, I told you, <laughs> uh, here's the calendar. Yep. See you later. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a head out. 
<laughs> also, like the whole scene is filmed in purple for some reason. It was just kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. And it was funny too because okay, it is Antony, the 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 buff, good looking dude from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He he goes to her house because you know, he finds all her shit at the pool because she just like teleported right. out of the pool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he brings her, you know, so to my fucking surprise, he becomes like a character in this movie now. Right. And um, but uh, we'll come back to him again later on. Right. Because she tells him to like, just you know, just go away. I don't need your help with anything. Right. Fine. Whatever. Right. And again, she's looking more and more uh, not good at this point in the movie. Just like, you know, like yeah. big bags under her eyes. Uh, December 18th comes and uh, door opens. Another door opens. It's a fucking knife with a picture of a dog on it. And I knew exactly about that, man. And it sucks. Got a killer dog. Yeah. You got to sacrifice. She does. Gotta she's sacrifice. into it. Because yeah. she's figured out now right. that if she seems like if she follows through with this, that she's going to gain the ability to walk again. Right. Right. Exactly. So she, she knows yeah, like that's the ultimate goal. And she seems like pretty determined to, to do this at all costs, which I, we'll talk more about that at the very, very end. But anyway, so that she, you know, Marvin's dead. It's a fucking bummer. And now it's the we're almost there. We're at the December 19th. And this is when uh, Sophie uh, steals the cock and balls bill and fucking pockets. Right. And they go. Sophie takes her along with her and Thomas to like a weekend getaway. Cabin in the woods, baby. Nothing ever I mean, bad she has brings ever the happened. Calendar. Right. <laughs> That's where we figured out that the reason why Eva is paralyzed is the accident was the fault of Sophie. Right. 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 And remember, Sophie came out unscathed, but Eva did not. Right. Remember, like what one of those first candies said to cure hurt, destroy what hurt you. Right. So, and then Eva, I should say at this point, Eva is saying like, please don't hurt her. Please don't hurt her. Like it's not her fault. Right. You know, like she's doing like she's like pleading with the calendar, like to not to not hurt her. And right. uh, well, she doesn't. But um, something else does. No, she wants to get it on with Thomas. Who apparently Thomas has. He, so what, does he have like or no, 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 he's got ED, right? Like that's <laughs> they don't actually say that. They just say it like he's like, oh, I'm not into it right now. OK. And then she so then him- she gives him she gives him the the, the cock and balls. <laughs> The cock and balls pill. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> give him the cock and balls. That's not that kind of movie. <laughs> I mean, we we must. They start getting at it, right? Right. Um, but uh, someone else is going to join the party. Another welcome guest. No, dude. This this is the funniest, and I don't think it's supposed to be <laughs> funny. No, but it is. It is funny. But it is the funniest shit ever because. So again, it's it's Thomas, Sophie, and and Eva, and Eva's in, in the other room. She's like praying to the Evan calendar to not hurt Sophie, because you know, even though it was her fault or whatever, like you know, she didn't know, she, you know, it wasn't really her fault. She didn't try right. to, or whatever. And in the background, we hear Sophie and Thomas like getting it on, and it's getting like louder and then louder and then really loud, and then there's like screaming going on. And the next yeah. thing that happens <laughs> is Sophie gets like fucked through the door, like she just comes yeah, like shooting, like. <laughs> through the door the door explodes inward and sophie's just dead she's covered in blood and thomas is just standing there with like red eyes he's totally naked covered in blood uh and then yeah it just <laughs> walks up behind him and just snaps his neck after this we're going to find out a little bit more about how this whole thing works and now begins my problems because it's not really laid out very clearly 
well, all, you know, she deals with that whole mess of a situation. Uh, Eva finds a little, uh, another compartment. She's always finding compartments in this thing. And uh, it's at the a, top. She like pries yeah. it out. Yep. She pries this, this, not a door, not one of the, the, the candy right. doors, but she pries this out. And there's a, there's a painting in there that gives her a name and a location of a guy named Alois Hoffman. And she she goes to to meet this guy. I think we're in he's the twenty. He's in Germany. Yeah, he's in Germany. I think we're in the twenty first now. He's and, in Dusseldorf, I think. Right, and Alois Hoffman. <laughs> Alois Hoffman is dressed like the fucking Joker from Batman. <laughs> he is, and he's blind. He's blind. Yep, he's got a, he's got a uh, like what is it like a green vest with like a purple shirt yeah. on, and he looks yeah. crazy. And she's like, you, I, you know, I found you in the calendar and like, you did this painting a couple weeks ago. And he's like, how could I do the painting? I'm blind. And then we get a little flashback of him, like killing his entire family and he can definitely see. Right. Right. And we do figure out like what this means, but at the time it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, no, it's weird. And then like the times, like the days get weird at this point too. Like I started to like, cause I wrote down the days for each thing. But right. at this point, she's walking now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's totally walking now because she took the third yeah. uh, Jesus candy. Yeah. So yeah. So she's she's straight up walking, and then I started to like kind of lose track of which day was what. But I think we're like on the twenty second or twenty third day now. So let's see. On the twenty second, it's it's like a little. Oh yeah, this is a good part. The twenty second is a little doll. Remember the doll? It's not yes. a candy. It's just a little doll. And right. uh, the next thing we see is the we didn't we kind of like glazed over her, but this character's name is Lamarie. Lamarie, yeah, know. her her the coworker that got hired to take over her job and who is also a dick to her. Yeah, who was an who was an asshole. And uh, yeah, this is probably the most by far violent kill in the whole movie. She, Lamarie is is in a bathtub, you know, taking up. Oh, that's what my note meant because yeah. I wrote down ew fucking toenails. <laughs> And I couldn't remember why. <laughs> Fucking toenails is right. <laughs> God damn this scene. Um, so Eva quickly puts the two and two together that whatever she does to the doll uh, happens to La Marie in real life. And she just right. starts taking this thing apart, including like ripping off her, her toenails hair. and her hair. Is and just, her toenails it's, and it's gross. It's because it, it's this is we get to see this. It's, yeah. I, I wrote down uh, just Jesus fucking Christ. That's all I wrote down. For this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking disgusting. Um, and then we get on the 23rd, she gets, again, not a candy, but a gun. It's it's, it's a Derringer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she decides it's time to visit stepmom. Where she goes and throws her into the fireplace. Oh, yeah. Well, the stepmom. The stepmom throws the the advent calendar in the fire, and she was counting on it because she wants Ichthy right. to fucking get stepmom, which he does. Right. Yeah. And then she shoots her dad. Right. Yeah. She feeds dad another uh, dad candy, and they have yeah. a little heart to heart. And um, yeah, this part's pretty sad. She she has to kill dad. And now it's the last day, and she's gonna go find Anthony, and they're gonna bang. They do. Yep. They do some straight up banging. Um, <laughs> Anthony shows up. Great little exchange here. Um, you're not paralyzed anymore. I got over it. And he says, <laughs> "Cool." <laughs> and then they bang. <laughs> and then at the, they're sitting in the hotel room, and he, she. This is where we find out. So it's like, so apparently, if you if you follow all the rules or something like that, and then you make all the sacrifices, then you get to then 
what was it? Like, what does she think it is? It's not actually that. Like, because Anthony actually makes it clearer for her. But what right. does she think it is? So, like, what is she prepared to do? I think what it is is if you eat the last candy, uh, if you you've done all this stuff, you follow the rules, which I guess she kind of did, um, even though she kind of didn't. Um, you it will the time will rewind, and it will right. rewind back to when she first got the 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 advent calendar right so that's why she just went ahead and like was like oh, i'm gonna go out with a bang literally and figuratively right because um, when i wake up tomorrow i'm not gonna be able to walk again right and that's when she makes the video that we saw a clip of at the beginning right. she's gonna put it in that compartment where she found the right. little uh painting by um yeah for the next person yeah by yeah, and by then lewis as she's about mm-hmm. to eat the candy and and like then anthony and like throw the advent calendar off the roof right right Right. Anthony like rushes up and he's like, wait, 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 the, the rule said you follow all the rules until the last candy. So if you don't eat the last candy, then everything stays, but everybody's still dead, but everybody, everything stays, which means you get to keep your ability to walk your, you will not, but be everything you right. did stays the same. Exactly. Exactly. And so then she screams at the candy at the last candy. At the last candy, and then it cuts away, and then there's a random dude looking all frantic and like blood, and he's got the calendar, and he's like knocking on Eva's door. He's got a baby too. <laughs> and he's got a baby, and he's like looking for some clarification. Doesn't she just sort of say like "go away" or something like that? Or yeah, pretty much. And then the movie ends. And here's my big problem, right? Mm-hmm. We get movies like this, like Inception being one of them. You right. know, where it's like. There's an ambiguous ending where the director specifically wants you to figure out for yourself right. what choice that character made or what's happened to that character. And my problem is, is that like, I don't have problems with movies that are like that, but the problem that I have with this is that there are not nearly enough clues given previously to help us make that decision. I have no idea what choice she made. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's kind of a cheat of an ending. And there's no way that I can figure it out. I've like, I've thought even at the time, I've forgotten most of it now, but I thought about it at the time and I went back through the movie and it was like, are there any clues that give us some sort of inkling one way or another, even if it could be discussed, like even if I felt some way different than you, but there's not, I literally have no idea. No. And also at least I didn't figure out until Anthony spelled it out that uh, once she eats that last candy, it's all gonna rewind back to the beginning. I was like, "Well, what's the right. what's the whole point of it then? Like, what's what's Ick's fucking deal, man? What's he doing? Is he just having a fucking grand old time, so being she, fucking trickster demon here? Just so he, just enjoy fucking people's lives up. So he he fucks with people for thirty days and then just rewinds them back to the beginning and then he picks the next person. So nothing really happens to these people unless you don't eat the last candy, which again we don't know if. Ever did or not? Yeah. So, and and I don't know how to figure it out too. I was like, I, I even rewatched that last scene. It's like, do I hear a dog maybe, right. or do I hear like a wheelchair, or right anything? So, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, and, and that that bothers me about anything, this cause, movie because the the advent calendar gets dumped at the end, right? Because she didn't, she didn't eat the last candy and she throws it over the side of the building, I think, right? So we don't know if she doesn't eat the last candy though. Oh, oh, right, right. Because we we don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe that was, that's the whole director, writer. I think the same guy wrote and directed it is to get people talking like we're talking right now. But yeah, it's it's a bit of a cheat. I, I, I agree with you. 
So give me your final thoughts on Advent calendar. I, I really, I you know, weird, ambiguous, maybe not earned ending, notwithstanding. I did really like this movie. It's very different from uh, pretty much any horror movie that we've seen uh, over the last year. It's, it's very, very uh, much its own thing. Uh, and it's um, it's cool. You really you will not be able to unless you you know have listened to this podcast. You, you're not going to be able to tell what the fuck's going to happen next. Cause it's like one day after another. It's like I wrote so many notes for this movie because there was just so much going on. So just for that reason alone, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend it. Um, at the same time, as far as if I was a disabled person watching this movie, I don't know how I'd feel about it, man. Because it kind of doesn't paint a super great picture. Uh, right. If it makes it makes the disability the bad thing. Exactly, it makes the disability the bad thing, and it makes the disabled person in this case absolutely willing to commit murder of like loved ones, not just you know. Uh, yeah, to not be disabled. To, to not be disabled, like to do anything possible to not be disabled. So, I feel like that could leave a a pretty sour taste in your mouth if you know someone that's disabled, or if you are. Uh, I don't think that message is is super great and positive. Um, so right. uh, on that end of it, I think that kind of sucks. But um, if you can put that aside and just treat it as a horror movie, it's just fucking wacky as, as anything you've seen lately. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to recommend it. Yeah, you know, I enjoyed watching it while I was watching it. I did have those thoughts too. It's like um, before I knew she was going to be walking, like I didn't look to see if she's actually disabled, which she, which she isn't. So it's like, right. that's also sort of a problem. Like if you have a ma- your main character, a disabled person, you should probably hire a disabled actor. Agreed. So yeah, there, those are some inherent problems in it. I also, the ending didn't sit well with me. That being said, there are some pretty fantastic scenes in it and it's enough to recommend it to horror fans. But I, you know, I don't need to watch it again to figure out the ending because I don't think I'm going to get there anyway. Right. So I'm done with it and I'm okay with that. And I'm, I'm happy that I saw it, but I guess it was just okay. All right, Luke. Well, that sort of wraps up our on Christmas edition. We're gonna there's gonna be a couple other things that we'll talk about here in a second. But since we watched a movie about Advent calendars tonight, Luke, it's Advent calendar quiz time. Now, I think uh, you're going to get a few of these because you looked into it yourself. But I got, let's see, what do I got? I got six questions tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. And, and the research I'd made or I did was very, very like <laughs> surface level shit. So if you get any deeper than that, I'm not going to know it. But uh, let's, let's, let's do this. Well, you're definitely getting the first one. So my first question is true or false, Advent calendars originated in Germany. They sure did. Yes, they did. Yep. They most certainly did. Before they are like what we think of advent calendars, um, people would just sort of like keep track of the days uh, with by lighting candles or like putting chalk marks on the wall. Mm-hmm. So those are like the first versions of those. All right, you're one for one. Number two, the first printed advent calendar for use was not as we know today. 
It was not like the actual calendar with the holes and stuff like that. Um, what was it? Was it A, a birdhouse, B, a clock, or C, a canvas? I, I want to say canvas. That is incorrect. It was a clock. It was made in the shape of a clock. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because uh, even the one from the tonight's movie kind of looks like a big old clock. It does. Number three, in what decade of the 1900s was the advent calendar first suggested as a gift? So like starting in the year 1900, which decade in the 1900s was it first suggested by somebody to give them as gifts? 1900s. So like 1900 yeah, to 1910, yeah. 1910 to 1920, which right. decade? Right, right. Um, I'm going to say, let's say like 1930s. It was actually 1904. It oh, was damn, inserted into a newspaper okay. as a gift to the readers of that newspaper in Germany. Okay. All right. See, I, I figured it would take like a little bit for that to become like a thing, you know, where we were like, oh, let's give these out. <laughs> no, it was actually, it was like right away pretty much. Huh. That's cool. All right. Number four, Advent, Advent calendars were almost like wiped out of existence and almost ended in World War II. Why? Was it A, the Nazis prohibited calendars with pictures, B, the bombings in Germany destroyed almost all the stores that made calendars, or C, there was a reluctance to buy German goods after the war? I'm going to go with that last one, uh, reluctance to buy German goods. It was actually A, the Nazis prohibited calendars with pictures. Nah, see, there you go, man. Nazis ruining everything. <laughs> Just taking away the advent calendars, Even advent too. calendars. Printer named Richard Selmer convinced U.S. officials who were governing Stuttgart at the time, like after the war, okay, to allow him, despite a paper shortage, to print them again. Oh, and wow. um, and his company Selmer Verlag continues to produce the calendars to the day, and it's the only publishing house in Germany devoted exclusively to the production of advent calendars. Wow, that's crazy, man! All right, you're you're one for four. Great, <laughs> number five. Number five, how did advent calendars become popular in the U.S.? Okay. Yeah, Jim, you, just... you know what? I don't have choices for this. Take a wild <laughs> guess. <laughs> I thought I had choices. This shit's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it was right. I'll give you a hint, though. It would have been right after World War II, okay. and it does involve public figures. Okay. So how do they become popular? Yeah. Public figures. Um, and I did I did fully – I'm not going to count this one against you because I did fully intend to give you choices and I just forgot to write. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like were they like used on – well, that was the 40s. That wasn't like TV then. Um, no. So it was the, the 50s. Think about 50s. 50s. Were they on like TV? I mean that's when t TV started to kind of take off a little bit, right? So like were they on like TV or something? Sort of. Um, they were actually they were became popular because there was a picture of President Eisenhower okay. and his grandchildren, and they were all holding advent calendars. Oh yeah. And then also advertisements in newspapers and on radio that advent calendars had chocolate in them, and we fucking like eating sweets over here. Yeah, you know what else we like? We like Ike. <laughs> we like Ike. We want to be like Ike. Yeah. That was that was the slogan, man. We like yeah. Ike. <laughs> That's right. I know that. All right, your last one. Your last one is a true or false. Okay. Your last one is a true or false. Number six. Okay. True or false. Germany has both the world's biggest and the world's smallest advent calendar in the world. 
I'm going to say it's definitely true because that is definitely true. Yeah. They have the world's biggest. And as of like 2012, they have the world's smallest. I guess it's like it was made by like nanotechnology. Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. What, yeah. is, what is an advent calendar for ants? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing out the Zoolander reference. Nice. <laughs> All right, Luke, that's uh, that's it for our podcast for the year. We're wow. going to have another special bonus one coming out sometime after Christmas. Be on the look at that. But um, as far as main episodes go, that's a wrap on 2023. It's crazy, man. What a fun year. I, and we're going to talk more about it coming up soon in our, um, like you like you mentioned, our, our end of the year episode. Kind of like what we did last year. We're going to have some lists for you, some favorites, uh, some things we didn't like, and what we're, what we're looking forward to in the in the coming year. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a grab bag. The Review to Death podcast is written and produced by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Review to Death. Thank you for listening, Luke. Tell us what's coming up next. We're coming up next. It's our uh, aforementioned end of the year episode. Uh, and then we're going to take a little bit of a break and we're going to come back with uh, When Cinematic Animals Attack Part 3. Uh, until then, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and later, Gators. And I'm Luke, and welcome to our horror movie. Jesus Christ. And. And welcome to our horror movie recap and review welcome podcast. Welcome to our horror movie on podcast where we talk about shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell Go, you again. Go, let's start again. Do it again. <laughs>